0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Since many have undertaken to set down an orderly account of the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed on to us by those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the Word, I too decided after investigating everything carefully from the very first, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the truth concerning the things about which you have been instructed. Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise so I know uh, all of you, I, like myself, I think, love stories. You know, whether they're movies, they're novels, videos, series stories um, inspire us. Stories uh, you know we can learn from them. stories can strengthen us. we can kind of relate through our own journey stories Stories entice us you know strengthen us, move us forward. and I was thinking about what are some of the stories that stand out for me? And, and, and I'm going to share some of them with you. Recently, I watched the documentary Get Back about the Beatles. Does anyone see that? It was very, very well done. You know, I, I'm a Beatles fan, didn't know very much about them, but this was a, a multi-part series about really their last album. And in fact, uh, being on the roof there uh, from the studio where they're playing, that was their last public concert before they broke up. And you kind of get to see the dynamics of how they worked together. And it was a beautiful story of these very amazing musicians uh, and artists uh, working together. Another one at uh, the early part of the pandemic. Uh, this series called "The Good Place," which is an interesting, uh, humorous reflection on the afterlife and, and heaven. So. Uh, very, very well done. Make, made me think a lot. so I'm not giving you ratings for these things, uh, but uh, you know you, you can take a look. But something that stands out it was a good story about kind of how we're of course aiming to get to the good place by kind of the things there. So that was a very, very well done series. Anyone who's a Johnny Cash fan? Walk the line. Yeah, many. yeah, so Joaquin Phoenix, uh, beautiful, uh, great movie. saw that a number of years ago. Uh, the singing, the music, kind of the the story of Johnny Cash—the ups and the downs—and finally getting settled. It's a it's a great story in itself. And finally, one of my favorite series is Father Brown. This was now that's it's come up in a, in a. I think this may be the third rendition of this series. This is the most recent one. It's been around for six or seven years. It's about Father Brown in the uh, 1950s uh, uh, and uh, kind of. Uh, a crime solver for this small little town. And he gets involved in many other things. I don't know how he has time for because I don't have time to solve crime in Chatham. Um, But but he does. We love stories. We are living stories as well. And this leads into this, uh, this is the second homily of a three homily series called The Story of Your Life. Our story brings light to the story of God's love, and so last weekend I preached at St. Joseph's and St. Ursula's. There's a link at the at ChathamCatholic.ca that you can go and take you, and you can you can watch and listen to that homily. This is uh, week week two, so I'm here, and also at St. Agnes this weekend. Then next week I'm going to take a break. I'm at Our Lady of Victory. And then I will conclude the series at St. Joseph's and St. Ursula's, all accessible online. There's an article in our bulletin this weekend about this second homily as a chance to look at the importance of our stories and how they fit in to the gift of our faith and our journey ahead in our lives. A couple of foundational things about this series. The first is this. The story of our lives is important and meaningful. We are important. What happens to us, the joys, the struggles, our achievements and accomplishments, are important for us, but also beyond us. And I'll explain that in a moment. Our stories are important. The sufferings we endure, the joys of celebrations, Um, Each day, we are important. Our stories are significant. But we're not the central characters in our story. That's sometimes where we get into trouble. We think that we're the main characters, like some of the movies or the books that you read, that, you know, where everything kind of surrounds us, and we usually oftentimes want our story to end so beautifully, benefiting us. This is where our faith helps give us perspective. We are not the central characters of our stories. We can only understand our lives fully in light of God's bigger story. God is the center of our stories. He is the center of our lives. And our story fits into the bigger story of God's saving love in this world. And we can only fully understand the grace and the strength of our lives when we understand that. That we're all living part of a bigger story, a bigger cause, a bigger reality. So that's kind of how I'm approaching this series for us as a reminder. Some homily one reminders, some tips of three things that I shared uh, in uh, homily number one. First thing is is that God accompanies us in our story as part of the bigger story of salvation. We don't live our lives kind of on our own, separate from God. He walks with us. And that came from the first reading last weekend when, uh, I think it was from the prophet Isaiah, talked about uh, God being so close to us like the bond of marriage. You know, where a husband and wife, the two become one, God walks with us that closely, that he's involved in our lives, and he journeys with us. Second, God has given us unique gifts through the Spirit for the journey. So not only does God walk with us, through the Holy Spirit has bestowed upon us, anointed us, chosen us, and given us gifts to help live our own story, but the bigger story of salvation. And finally, this, We assist, support, and encourage one another in God's story of love. So our stories intertwine with one another. We're all gathered here for Mass. We're sharing our stories. We're sharing our lives. But we can also influence other people's stories. An example of that was last weekend's gospel. This is a stained glass window at St. Joseph's Church. The wedding feast of Cana. Mary told Jesus, it's time. They're out of wine this couple needs help but it was bigger than you know help them out because this is an embarrassment this party this wedding feast almost lasts a week and to run out of wine just like us running out of food mary says it's now time for you to start living god's story because jesus said, things are going to change, everything's going to change for me once I perform this miracle. This is the first one from the Gospel of John. He starts living that ministry of salvation. So we encourage and we support each other on this journey. So now we're into this second homily of this series, and it's very important what we hear in the second reading uh, that helps us kind of deepen this journey, deepen our story. For, we, for in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. I think St. Paul shows us so beautifully how each of us as different members of the body, we heard in the reading, the ear is not the eyes, the eyes are not the feet or the hand. Just like each of us have different stories, different pathways, different gifts and talents, but we're all part of this one body of Christ. We're all part of this one bigger story of showing God's love and light and joy in our world. And we don't do it kind of individually in our stories, but. We do it together. Sometimes we go different ways depending on our vocations and our jobs. and What we do in our lives, we intersect with new people. We reconnect with older people. But we influence, we share. But God needs all of us to live that story the best way we can so that his love may shine. Because there are so many people lost in their stories are looking for God's grace in the midst of their challenges. And I just want to give you two examples of how, how this works. The first one is like an orchestra. Orchestra has many different instruments. They all have to work together and play together so that we can hear beautiful music. I would, not musically inclined, would be uh, the person in the way at the back with the triangle because I think that's about all I could play. But every piece of the orchestra is important so that people who are listening can hear the emotion and the movement of the music. Everyone is important. Everyone has to play their part so that we can receive that generous gift of music that stirs our hearts and souls and moves us forward. That's the body of Christ. Second example, it's like a sports team. I remember a number of years ago, I was coaching a team in the semifinals of the championship, and I had a pretty decent team. I had the star athletes who were the scorers. I had some height on my team, and we were doing pretty well. But late in the semifinal game, which was very, very close, it could have gone either way, one of my players did two significant things down that playing defensively down the court the, the team uh, the opposing team came down the court got a shot but this one player picked off a beautiful rebound and then gave it to one of the star players went down and scored the next time down the court he steals the ball he intercepts a pass passes it to one of my scores goes down and scores the other team calls a timeout the guys come to the huddle and I told the, this one player who rebounded and stole the ball, I said you just won the game for us. The other team is done. And he looked at me and said why? What did I do? I said work with me. You just got that key rebound and that steal. It has iced the game for us. He wasn't the most popular player. He didn't even know what he had done. He just did what he was taught to do. Every person on that team had different gifts, different skills, different abilities, but working together for the common goal to try to win the game. Have fun, of course, but try to win the game. Each of our stories and each of our lives is important, not for ourselves, but for God's grace to reign and to shine in our lives. In the gospel which is a very powerful reminder for us of who jesus is he comes home he's in the synagogue he unrolls the scroll and he reads from the prophet isaiah the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to let the oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the lord's favor If we want to wonder how am I supposed to live my story in the light of God's bigger story, this is it. Because Jesus says at the end of this gospel, today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. How am I supposed to live my life most fully in God's bigger story of salvation? Offer hope release captives forgive one another help those who are suffering help those who are in need so that people can see that the scripture is being fulfilled through you and through me that's how we that's the music we're called to play as part of the orchestra that's how the team works together To be able to shine God's light by living our lives, not for ourselves, but for him. That's how our story fits into the bigger story of God's love. And that's not easy for us. Now I'm going to put in a a little bit of a plug here. I'm offering uh, an online and call-in TED retreat called Searching for God. It's going to start at the beginning of February. All the information is in the bulletin. But it's going to be a chance for us to try to figure out not only to find God, but hopefully I think how to live our story to the best. So that story doesn't end for us winning a million dollars, but that story ends with us in the glory and the kingdom of God. Not ourselves, but those whom we serve, those whom we love, those who are in need. And the best part of this is It's free. What a deal. So what have we learned? I'm going to wrap this up here. The Holy Spirit draws us to Christ and one another in our story. So if we want to live our story very, very well, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. That was the gift of the resurrection. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is that guide, that motivator, that, that person of the trinity that reminds us remember the bigger story of god's love remember you're part of the orchestra remember you're part of the team remember that god is at the center we are different and vital parts of the one body of christ and his story we're not all going to be the same you know no matter how much i try i'm not going to be able to play the piano but i might try the triangle. I'm not going to be the, uh, you know, the fast point guard, but I can pick up the rebounds down low. We all have different roles, not for success for ourselves, but that hope fulfilled that Jesus proclaimed when he unrolled the scroll from the prophet Isaiah. That's the narrative of the story of how we're called to live our lives. And finally, Our story includes those actions of healing, truth, freedom, and joy for others. And the great gift is when we do that for others, we experience it as well. We experience that grace when we forgive, when we give hope to people, when we connect with someone who's really down or isolated right now in the midst of the challenges of the world, but maybe even the challenge of their lives. This is how we live this story. The story of your life is important, is powerful, and is only fulfilled when we live God's story each day.